the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Oh, today is so much fun because we have Jenny Davidson with us. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's uh, a health survivor. We're going to get into that. But also, she she really, she speaks for God and she writes. She does so many things. I want you to welcome Jenny Davidson today. Well, hello. Thank you for having me. It's so much fun to be together, and we want to dive in, do a deep dive into your story. Tell us about your life growing up, how how you were introduced to the Lord, how you came to know him, and I guess how you gr- have grown in the Lord. Um, I became a Christian, a follower of Jesus, when I was six. I went to um, church every Sunday with my family, and I went to a small Christian school, and I truly gave my life to Jesus at a young age, um, which is such a blessing. Um, But then my parents divorced when I was eight, and I remember through those rough times and confusion, I would open my Bible, and I'd open my little King James and just wonder, you know, I would just pray and say, Lord, help me, help me to understand why this is going on. Help me to trust you and know you more. And I was just trying to understand what was going on and all of that. And I love that God just brought me to his word, even at that young age. Um, I grew up and went through many issues with that kind of joining that Mm. family split. But um, then at college, I found myself at a point where God was asking for me to fully surrender to him. Mm. I'd been living with a foot in both worlds of my will (laughs) and then saying I was a Christian and trying to read the Bible and follow God. So um, after that, I had transferred schools and began really seeking him um, and asking God for his will rather than asking him to bless my will. Oh, don't we all need to pray that prayer for sure. God, what is your will, not my will? That's, that's so important. Did you, did you have to process the, the home situation or did that come later in life? Um, I think that came later. I mm-hmm. was, uh, I just, I think I internalized. I'm the youngest and the people pleaser and keep everything together. <laughs> yeah. So it took, it took me a while and mm. I still think I'm processing and healing. <laughs> oh, you know, I think it's when we become moms and then we realize I need to process some stuff and <laughs> the, dig up the things we've stuffed down and all of that. You're a homeschooling mom, right? I am year five starting. Oh, year five. That's incredible. Well, I definitely want to talk about homeschooling, but before we do, tell, why don't you tell us, so somewhere along the line, you developed a brain tumor. I did. So my husband and I, uh, that meeting story is a whole other time, but it's an amazing story of God's, <laughs> God's miraculous of uh, putting us together. But I I had a brain tumor. I found out just as we were newlyweds and I was pregnant and had my first. Oh. And after I had my first, just before her first birthday, 
I found uh, I had a brain tumor. Oh, the timing is hard. I know. I was at church, and my eyes started crossing, and uh, one of the volunteers in the classroom said, hey, I think you should go get that checked out if you're starting to see double vision. And I just kind of blew her off and said, I'm fine. And one thing led to another, and I was in the emergency uh, emergency room, and then suddenly I was being told I had a brain tumor. Mm. Wow. <laughs> what was the <laughs> hardest all- part <laughs> of the shock of, of that? I mean, what did, what did those days look like? Uh, I was in shock. I remember feeling like the floor was crumbling beneath me. And my daughter, who was turning one in a few days after they found it, um, would just crawl up on my lap and I would just be bawling and crying because I wasn't sure if what was happening and hmm. if I was going to be a sad story someday with my daughter growing up with a different mom. Hmm. So, and I knew I trusted the Lord's hand in it, but it was really difficult <laughs> for a controlled girl like me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. When I met you, I would have never dreamed that you had had a brain tumor. How long did you have it removed or, or have to go through treatment? What happened? Well, uh, my daughter's first birthday then was a few days after they found that and family came from all over to celebrate her birthday, which also felt like kind of a possible goodbye slash what my funeral may look like. So that was really tough for me. (laughs) And a few days after that, then I had brain surgery and it was removed. That is powerful. Did, did they have to do follow-up treatments or anything? Um, No, I had follow-up scans and everything was cleared. So over the years, I have to keep going back for different tests, but there's been nothing growing back again. Is it hard to go through, like, recovery? Did you have to do physical therapy? Or, I mean, what was recovery like with a one-year-old and a surgery like that? Um, I had a babysitter, so I'd have someone with me at all times before surgery and after. And so I didn't do dishes, which was nice. <laughs> but um, I rested and recovered pretty well actually other than the medicine making me feel woozy and sleeping for the first few weeks a lot um yeah the recovery was not so bad (laughs) really this is such a story of of god's incredible grace and, and healing and touch on your life did it draw you closer to him yes Um, going from my control to trusting that he is in control in that and remembering when I am weak, he is strong. I mean, so many different things in my life reminding me from my fear and worst-case scenarios to his hope, right, Mm -hmm. our confident expectation in the faithfulness of God, his certainty. Um, Yes, definitely. (laughs) So you didn't have any long-term, like, side effects from that? Not that I know of. No, I do have a few loose screws, but <laughs> those were checked out and those will just be with me forever. <laughs> oh, I love it. How did, did this bring you and your husband closer together or closer to God or how did it change a marriage to go through such a thing? It really did kind of make our newlywed vows come to life, didn't it? Uh, for mm. better or for worse in sickness and in health. And I think he was just in shock for a while of it 
um, for a lot of it. And he did have some friends come alongside, and we had wonderful people at church. Talk about the body of Christ stepping in, bringing meals and praying and notes of encouragement. And um, it, it was amazing. Why don't you tell us how you met him? I mean, why why, um, <laughs> why should we have to wait for another another show? I Now it's a cliffhanger. So you said that God was, I have about, oh, I don't know, three minutes left. But, you know, God was in it when he brought you together. He certainly was. So I'll give you a really short version. I was shopping for a water purifier to move to Honduras. And I went into his backpacking store. And uh, long story short, over we ended up connecting for a few hours and talking, and I walked out of the store with a water purifier. They'd overcharged me, and I'm quite frugal, <laughs> so I had to go back that night, and we ended up, uh, I ended up saying yes to a date with him, and I, I, from there, we ended up kind of getting together through the summer, even though I was moving to a different country, and I said, well, I'm going, I'm going to go where the Lord leads me, and I'm not going to stay back for a guy, so, um, praying through the summer and we stayed together and he said I'll wait for you oh, cute. and I was at the airport all of my stuff on the plane and I finally stood up and said I don't feel God's peace about this but he oh. has God's peace and all of a sudden my dad stood up and said I haven't had peace about this for a while and so did <laughs> oh, wow. and my Bible study partner and people were just started standing and said we didn't either and so on I the plane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like you're on the plane going to Honduras. I was, they were starting to load my plane. <laughs> and I decided I wasn't going. Oh, my goodness. This is like a movie. <sighs> I know. So then the school ended up calling, and it was amazing because the director of the school said, thank you for not coming. Don't worry about your contract and paying the fees and the plane ticket back. Mm. Um, we see God's hand in this. Thank you for listening, and goodbye, and God bless. So, so you had a different mission altogether. You, like like the entire group, you literally walked off the plane? I did not get on the plane, yes, and I walked away from someone else <laughs> going, and, <laughs> oh. and then my husband proposed, and we were together. But oh. it, I really did not want it to be based on a man, you know, in a relationship, but I wanted really wanted the Lord's will. Oh, that's such a heartwarming story. I mean, I, I there there are multiple layers of lessons in that story, but you were willing to turn on a dime and just follow Jesus I, I, and then get married to the husband he, God gave you. Uh, that's incredible. Why don't you, before we go, we have just, I don't know, 30 seconds left. Why don't you say a prayer or encourage the women before we have to go? Okay. Uh, dear Lord, I just thank you for how you care for us and how you're so faithful, that you are our rock in unsteady and uncertain times. And we just praise you, and I pray that you will work in the lives and hearts of those women who are listening right now and give them hope in the midst of anxiety or in difficult trials. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jenny, thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to unpack homeschooling, so we will do that on the next episode. But I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. If you want to learn more about the show, go to jennifer-jackson.org. I have some resources there for you. I have some prayers, some downloads, freebies, even some of my mom's awesome recipes. Uh, She has been canning tomatoes. So I have some of those, but go to jennifer-jackson.org. Have a simply beautiful day.
You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.